Welcome to Grow Radio, the podcast for hustlers who want to grow themselves and their business. Hi, I'm Greg Olson, the founder of Grow, an inbound marketing agency based in Grand Junction, Colorado. On Grow Radio, we're going to discuss all things business, from technology and marketing, to startup stories, and the lessons learned. Our episodes feature owners, entrepreneurs, and leaders, all sharing tips, stories, and innovative discussions to help you grow your business. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Growl Radio. I tell you what, everybody get sit, sit down. Depending on what time of day you're listening to this, I would grab a cocktail. Could be a water in the morning, a juice. I don't know when you're listening to this. Maybe pull over if you're driving in the car listening to this podcast because we're going to take you on a little journey. I think you might laugh a little. I do when I talk to this lady. We have Heather Hughes on our show. Hello, Heather. Hello, Greg. How are you? I am so excited to have you on. Every time I talk to you, I always feel better. Um, wow. Yes. You. I know. I know you have that power. <laughs> I know. What? what? Amazing. So, Heather, yeah. let's tell, why are you so cool? Like, why? Oh, I know. There's so many reasons, about. but... Oh. Yeah. Who are you, Heather? Let's uh, rather than me read it off, I'd like you to just give me and our listeners, you know, a couple cool things about you and and your family and where you live and all the cool things. But um, what what's going on? Well, thanks for asking. Um, you know, I I couldn't feel less cool, so this is a really nice way to kick off <laughs> a conversation. Um, so I am an actor and a director. And I uh, also do a ton of corporate coaching and nonprofit coaching using theater-based skills to bring improv into teams or offices or classrooms or whoever needs it to sort of open up new ways of thinking for people who might feel a little stuck or need some inspiration or need new ways to connect with each other in the workplace or wherever. Um, so that's a lot of the work I do, but in my heart of hearts, I'm trained as an actor and director. And I oddly live in Gunnison, Colorado, the mecca of theater, as you know. It has to um, be the new center of the world for theater now. Especially. Well, I'm hope, so, that's yes. my goal. I'm hoping this mm-hmm. is the new. We don't need Manhattan, none of the New York no, City, East no. Coast, West Coast. It's gone. We're in Gunnison, uh-huh. Colorado. Got it. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. obviously. Mm-hmm. And so um, I actually really love Gunnison. I went to college here a very long time ago. And in a turn of um, very strange serendipitous events, my husband, Stephen Cole Hughes, is now running the theater department uh, at the school, Western Colorado University, where I did my undergrad. So in some other like strange time warp, he would have been my mentor and the head of my department, which is really strange. Well, no, you're his mentor. You're his mentor now. So I think that tables have turned. I'd like to think so. Well, I will like to have, he is a, he is a very funny man. Uh, He's a very funny man. And a couple of times I've I've gotten a chance to meet him. I would love to have, um, I'm going to make a note, have you both on the show. I don't know if uh, we we might, the microphone might explode. um, Just having you both. Yes. Just Mm -hmm. like humor. Um, could yeah. be, you know, the husband wife humor combined with very amazing actors. Um, yeah. Well, God, you're really generous today. Thanks. <clears throat> I do. I, uh, but you, t- you are like the, uh, power couple of Gunnison. Oh, 
and oh, the center geez. of the universe. So, oh. I don't know. Should yeah. we run a quick improv game to get listeners engaged? You know, I don't know what you think of that. Yeah. Or like people are driving in their car, want to be careful, or they're sitting in their back porch wondering, who the hell are these two people I'm how, listening to? How long is this going to go on? <sighs> when can I? When can this be over? I know. Do you know one thing I really like to do? And um, Steve and I have a five and a half year old daughter, Birdie, who we do this with. Um, when we're in the car for too long or on a walk that's taking too long in her mind. And um, I also just think it's a really funny thing to do if you're feeling restless or you're trying to get your brain working really fast. And it's a very simple exchange of word association. And if you just say a word and you go back and forth for a while, I guarantee you will crack yourselves up. Or if you're feeling stuck and looking for an idea very quickly, it's also a great way for a group of people to be like, great, go banana, right? Or if you have a project that you're working on and you can't crack the code on what direction to move in or what idea to settle in on, start with a word around that project and throw it back and forth. And I really mean it. We do this with our small child and it is hysterical how brains work. Well, I so think we should do, do it. I tell you I for any, for the listeners, I think you can play along and wherever you are, I think it's appropriate. If you're in a coffee shop or a bar oh, yeah. in an office, just word. yell out a word with us. Okay. I don't think anybody yeah, will think nobody will think it's weird. Um, yeah, you can just yell it out loudly. I mean, stand up if you're listening and just yell this yellow word out. I yeah. Mean, wherever you are. Wherever you are. And can I also, <clears throat> can I just interject that this is also a really great thing to do on a first date? Oh, of course. You don't really know each other and you're just yeah. yelling. You're yeah. just walking. You're having a good time. You're stuck. How many times have people been stuck at networking just, events? You're like, I don't even know what to do. And oh. you just yell banana. And then they look yeah. at you, they either turn and away they, or they, they um, right. You might. And you know, you found your person if they're like <laughs> monkey and you're like, yes, yes, let's keep but it going. But you don't know. It's a fun, it's a fun, funny way okay. to get your brain. I'm going to set my stopwatch okay. for, I'm going to, how long should we do this? Just so that people let's do know. it for 15 seconds, 15 seconds, people. Let's do it do together. Do you want to throw out the first word? I am going to throw out the word. Okay. And my word is pickle. Hamburger. Bun. Underpants. Scary. Clown. Sleepy. Bed. Good night. Bye. Dog. Cat. Bird. Fly. Buzzing. Bees. Okay, 30 seconds right there. Look at, I think we have a story. See? We have a story oh. about, I think it's a hamburger. We're at a party, there's a clown. Yeah. Some dogs were tired, um, and there's a fly buzzing around yeah. my head. I got something out totally. of it. Totally. I like totally. it. Okay, everybody. That's also a really fun thing to do in a big group, get everybody in a circle. And the key, the most important thing that I failed to mention is that your job is to not think, to just act on intuition. Oh, come so on. Then, come on. You know I what know. the world we're in. You're going to tell people not to think. I know, but you got to do it. That's how you get to the good stuff, you know, mm. like that's. If you're always in a mode of produce, produce, then you miss out on process. And then you miss out on the discovery stuff and the connection stuff. So training yourself not to be too attached to the ending right off the bat is really important for creative thinking. I think it's the it, most crucial. Well, it is. And we're going to talk about that with some yes. And. Yeah. But I also yeah. think that this is a good brain flush activity. 
because let's say we're going to be talking about finances, which is really a fun, sexy thing to talk about anytime. Hey, honey, can we sit down and talk about our bank account? Nothing better. Oh, it's just Mm -hmm. awesome. But I think a little Mm -hmm. word association game, have a little fun, loosen it up a little bit. You're not just, you don't have any preconceived notions. You kind of like, I think you give, you empty a file cabinet out to put something in while you're having, trying to solve a problem. So. Yes, I totally agree. Okay. One question came to mind this last year. I don't even really like to talk about it. I don't want to talk about pre post, none of that stuff. It's just like, but what, what was the biggest surprise you had in this last year and maybe why I've asked this question with different people and I just, you know, there's no right. I just curious, like the biggest surprise now that we're kind of like in the middle of 2021. Yeah. Oh, it's a really, it's a really good question. Um, other than just the surprise of living a totally different life, right? Like Mm -hmm. we all, the whole planet did at the same time. Um, I was, you know, there were definitely aside from the virus itself, which was obviously a terrible thing. Um, I I was really (sighs) disappointed in some surprises that seemed to reveal themselves, but I was really, really heartened by others. So I'm going to lean into those. I, thought it was extraordinary the way that communities band together. Not all and not constantly, but by and large, the way that people rose up for and with one another. Our town, like so many others, within days of the full shutdown had created this volunteer thing, I don't even know what you call it, that provided relief to anybody and it didn't cost anyone anything it was just a team of about 500 volunteers band together and delivered groceries and prescriptions and um anything people needed the things on the on the community facebook pages about um how we can support each other people were at each other's doors within minutes once a call was put out and the way that we found new ways to connect and our local Gunnison Arts Center put together this great program where people would show up at your door. There was a menu of offerings and you could choose what you wanted. Um, you know, it was singers and dancers and musicians would come to your door and perform on your patio through your window so that you could have something right there. The ideas and the creativity that came from this were really inspiring. And I think it also was a great reminder of what a whole planet can do when they are focused together at the same time on making things better at once. And I think that was a wake up call for how we can all sort of re-engage with each other in the world and in our lives now on the other side of it, you know? We can do a lot and we can do really magical things. And I hope that wasn't, isn't just a chapter of, well, we had to. I hope it's, oh my God, we had to, and now we know we can. And so let's just keep doing that, right? Like. Let's be the better neighbors and um, community members and supporters of one another and cheerleaders of each other's lives, whether we know each other or not. I think so much of that happened and uh, was just incredibly inspiring. And I don't know that we would have discovered that about ourselves otherwise. I, I agree. I think. Yeah. You I mean being how horrible this past year was for. Yeah, the so vehicle, many, not what we would have chosen. But also it was worldwide. 
So right. it was one single language of people trying to come together. So it wasn't just like, oh my gosh, it's happening in another country. Thank God it's not happening in here. We were exactly. like, we understood and we had compassion for. Um, yeah, the empathy mm -hmm. was pretty extraordinary. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what are you curious about now? I mean, what are you maybe researching? You guys are like in that walk after you've done your word association game, you and Steve are like, hmm, you know what I'm curious about? Or I'm looking up or, you know, reading or, you know, what's in the mind? What's happening? Yeah. Oh, what a good question. I'm curious about how to be a better slash the best community member. Um I can be, you know, for that whole, this whole last year, we didn't have the luxury or the ability to be outside of our own small station in the world. And it's important, I think, to be global citizens and have an awareness of what's going on. But I think we underestimate the power of the way we live our life within our small community and how that trickles out into the world. And so I really want to find ways to be as active and proactive and community-minded and um, and aware of the things happening in my little corner of the world while still being educated on what's going on with and to and for everyone else in the world. But I really think there's a powerful thing that happens when we really, really sort of radically take care of our own space and the people in it and put good out constantly um, and, and be really, really committed citizens to where we are, I think that does do something for the world. I think that does start a trend. And I think, I really believe that energy is so contagious. And so what we put out there every day is a choice. So careful, right? Yeah. Like think about what you're putting out there and think about what you want to receive because it's really linked those two things. They and are. why not just be really great <laughs> like wow. why what takes the same amount of energy as not so just you know i love that ask people how they are and check in and mm. drop things off and leave flowers on somebody's porch <laughs> for no reason and right because then they'll do it too and then what a great thing we've created for each other yep i love that yeah. i think it's um like patience and kindness yeah has oh, been yeah. two resonating words as we go through this um and then sometimes it's hard i mean because hard sure. not to be always calm and easy and um and i think it just takes a, a whole community and being part of that leading by example but as we yep. know it's not so leaning in on community one of the things um uh, maybe you know you are you, you let's talk a little bit about the theater program and what you're doing this oh, summer great. to pull people together you decided hey you know, I don't have a lot going on, which I know that's not true. You started to direct <laughs> a whole community theater thing that's happening this summer in Gunnison. And so let's talk a little bit about that. That is bringing community oh, together, um, young people, old people um, coming together to watch what you're directing, but also participating. And I know that's not easy to pull together. So that's a community thing. You decided like, I'm going to, we're going to do this. So what's happening? Oh, thanks for asking. So yeah, it's been a long time sort of dream to create a theater festival. And of course, selfishly, it lets us do theater. And so it, it we love that. Um, it felt like the best and worst year for the exact same reasons to try and pull something like this together. Um, we needed the help of the community and we needed sponsorship and asking people for money right now just felt 
like a really, really badly timed, poor taste thing. Um, but what we tried to do was make it as mutually beneficial as we could by making it, you don't have to donate much to be part of this. And we want everyone to feel like it's theirs and feel like they have a, a stake in it. And um, I really, really believe in the core of me that people invest where they feel invited. And so investment looks a lot of ways. It can be financial. And unfortunately, that's something we all really need. But it can also be word of mouth and hanging mm -hmm. posters and spreading the word and volunteering your time. And um, those things are just as important and just as much of a commodity for us. And so we made it affordable. We hoped to, to sponsor and then be all over the poster and thing in this community, including Growl, mm -hmm. the Growl Agency in Grand Junction, Colorado, were just right there saying yes. I mean, everyone just said yes. And it was just, which is the, right, the, the, the heart and soul of improv is the phrase yes and. And man, we were yes anded all over the place. And it's just been extraordinary. So what it is, is it's actually a professional theater um, festival and uh, it is populated by actors from some, some community members, some um, theater students at Western, some graduates, some alumni, and a few other people. And then it uh, it's, was founded by myself and my husband, Stephen Cole Hughes, who runs the theater department at Western Colorado University, and uh, our friend Spencer Musser, who is the technical director um, and designer of the whole festival. So the three of us put it together, and it's comprised of three plays. I'm directing two. Steve is directing one. And then a couple of bands and uh, Creed Repertories, really spectacular improv troupe Boomtown came and performed tonight. And this weekend, we have the Disability Film Festival, which is a film festival curated and created by Jack Lucido, who is a, a professor at the college and another professor, Tara Mason, um, and it's short films made for, to, and by, and about uh, people living with disabilities. And so that'll be Saturday night. That'll take place after sundown. A band is going to open for them. And it's just a whole lot of things. And we, you know, we believe, of course, because we're theater people, that theater is this incredible way to bring communities together. And storytelling is mm. this ancient thing that we all respond to. We want to tell our stories. We want to hear our stories. We want to see our stories. It's very it's validating. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, the ultimate way of empathizing, right? This is who I am. And this is my story. Now tell me yours. And putting that into the world felt really important to us. And then just can we please all be outside? It's the entire festival takes place outside mm. because when we started planning, we were still in the state of, oh my gosh, we're going to be wearing masks forever. And if we do it inside, we're going to have to be able to have only five people, of course. But now that that has lifted and Gunnison is in the green, we can be together and there is no mandate saying how many numbers we can have, but it's still outside because, you know, COVID is still with us and mm -hmm. um, we still want to be respectful of that and of people's comfort. And so it's all outdoors on Western Colorado University's campus at the Quigley Bandshell, which is the music department's outdoor bandshell that they were kind enough to loan to us for the whole summer. Um, and you can come see a show and you can bring your picnic basket and your picnic blanket and so much bug spray. We just can't tell you how much bug spray you'll <laughs> want to bring and a coat because it's going to sin. So after the sun goes down, it's kind of chilly and just listen to some music and see some friends and be together and see some plays and 
just be outside in the so summer. Wonderful. Which, so wonderful. Yes, so fun. Wonderful. Thank you. Good. And your support has well, been huge. I see a lot of, yeah. I saw a lot of support. Um, I love yeah, to see that. It was um, amazing that people in communities want to support in all ways. And I'm a big, yeah. as you know, support local businesses, but support, yes, support you theater. Are. Support yes. your local theater. Go see a show. Go see a comedy act. Go see music. Um, yes, whatever it all is. Of it. Um, we, I mean, you don't know what you missed until you didn't have it for a year, roughly. Right? Well, yeah, no so, kidding. I mean, <clears throat> how crazy is that? And uh, so thank I you know. for what you and Steve are doing to engage oh. the community again, um, well, you know, to get put it back out there because that allows other people to get involved. Um year over year to say, Hey, they did it. We can do it. Um, yeah. There's room for all of it, you yeah. know, and it, and it brings in jobs and it brings in um, a market and we want to get the restaurants full of people who are here mm. to see shows and eat dinner and, you know, all of that. Some local restaurants who were big sponsors for us are going to be there for some of the nights. Mario's pizza will be out there this Friday night serving pizza slices. And oh. it's just been this really wonderful opportunity to, be together, you know, and support each other. And um, I think that's the arts at their best. Well, I uh, am enjoying it. I love that uh, park little event. We have it in our towns too, in uh, Fruta, yeah. Colorado. We have music tonight, food trucks. Oh, so um, wherever you are, so people fun. listening, get outside, go see something, yeah. hang out in your community. Find your local. Yes, find I'm, out what's going on in your community and support it. And do it. Um, all right, we're yeah, gonna get a couple more questions. Um, okay. Then we'll get to our little like maybe acronym or uh, terms game, uh, and then we'll close Great. it out. So people listening, stick with us. Um, we'll try not to make you think too hard. You know, we said yeah. yes and, and I want to get into a little bit about uh, some business uh, items. Like maybe there's business leaders, managers, and maybe have some. Uh, you have some tips for them, but you said yes and, and we talked about that. Um, I don't know if you have a quick, like, what is it and why is it important? Yes. So I think, yes, and whether you are, if you're a, an, an actor or an improv artist specifically, yes, and is like sort of biblical in its importance to, <laughs> to the thing, right? Because what yes, and says is I'm going to throw out an idea and my scene partner who in improv, but anywhere, whatever scene partner means to you in your line of work or in your life doesn't know what's coming, right? Which is so much of life. And so if you walk into that agreeing to a yes and attitude, that means that whatever you're given, you say yes and I will add on to it and then create something from there. And what happens when you don't do that in improv at least is if you go in, if you're in a scene and somebody runs on and says, oh, I'm so sorry, your hair is on fire. And you say, my hair's not on fire. Then what has just happened, right? You have shut down not only that idea, but that person in that moment. And then creativity sort of stops up. And so what I like to talk about in workshops, um, and certainly with actors, but with anyone, because I think it's applicable to anyone in any line of work, is what happens if you just say yes? and then work from there, right? There's a there's a whole attitude and a whole kind of opening up that happens. You validated someone who then trusts you further and someone in their idea, right? Who trusts you more than they did the second before, right? If we're always saying no to each other or rolling our eyes, then we just stop listening, you know? 
Kids don't respond to that. Adults don't respond to that. Nobody responds to that. So if we can find a way to say, oh, yeah, I love that. And how about this? Or even, oh, what a great idea. I, will it work here? Maybe we could hold on to it for another, another time and move into this, right? But it's a place to start. It's a place of agreement, an agreement that I'm hearing you and I'm with you and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have this conversation or work through this with you. It's an agreement of that. And then it's, it's setting up the trust to move forward, no matter what direction it goes in. But that attitude is huge. I love it's, it. Yeah. Oh, if I was just in the middle of that, if I was to be like, no, 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 right. no. I mean, what it does, it shuts you down, right? We all work with people Absolutely. or known people like that in our life or been in relationships where you're like, hey, Heather, do you want to go for a walk? No. no. Hey, do you want to go? Um, hey, can we talk about that uh, trip we no. want to take? Yeah. See? Right? It, it's just yeah. so like, oh my God. But if we're like, sure, that sounds great. You know, I was thinking. Yeah, or know, even, yes, I do. I can't right now. Can we get it? Can we do it later? Right? It opens up a channel when you, it's it's an attitude. Mm. Often we don't even say the phrase, yes, and, right? That's, you don't no. have to say the thing. Yeah, I know. It's a, but it's the spirit of it. Yeah, I, you know. I teach it. our team that, and a lot of times they get past it. They, they get stuck because it doesn't sound like good English. They're like, yes, uh -huh. and I don't have time right now. And they're uh -huh. like, well, I'm like, all right, uh, that works. I get, I get where you're going. So yeah. And I appreciate the vocabulary. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we have stickers that we have that say yes. And, and I am a strong oh. believer in it because, um, and sometimes I just want to walk around and slap that sticker on people's faces, but I yes. don't, it's more of a mental thing for me. Um, totally. So, Hey, one well, question is the way you walk through the world. It yeah. Does. yeah. 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 Okay. So I want to keep moving because, Great. um, we told our listeners we wouldn't talking all day. Well, people have to get like, on with their lives. They do. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. hey, what, I mean, we talked about yes and as maybe um, if we're going to give, if you're a business leader, a manager, or just trying to do better in your personal life relationships, is there, yeah. what, is there, is there something with an improv or theater technique to maybe they can get unstuck or grow their business or something that you'd share with people? Oh, yeah. I mean, there are so many. And I think, I mean, I have a million sort of games mm -hmm. and activities and ideas and conversation starters that I think are applicable. But my main thing that I go back to over and over again in my personal life, in my work life, um, with anyone that I am interacting with in a, in a, in a kind of deeper way if I'm stuck or if I'm finding myself frustrated consistently or feeling lost or disconnected, uh, the first thing I check in with is if I'm listening. Mm. Because I feel like if I've stopped listening um, to you, then I've stopped the channels of communication. I've stopped the channels of a lot of things, right? And so if I can say, am I being present? Am I listening? Am I telling the truth? All of those things, right, that keep me sort of grounded in a moment. And I can identify like, nope, not listening, making a grocery list while you're telling me about your night or whatever. Then I know like, okay, I've got to check back in here. And sometimes there are games, of course, that get us listening better and, and checking in with each other and all the rest of it. But sometimes it's just admitting that in the moment to the person. I think transparency and honesty is just as crucial as anything else and people respond to it right that's all comedy is is somebody being really brave 
and being really, really committed to that moment. And we respond to it, right? And so it's the same with any, any relationship, whatever relationship we're talking about. And I think if we can just say, I am so sorry. I was so checked out there. I'm really distracted by this. Can you repeat that? And you've got my full attention now, right? Or whatever it is. I think it's just being really honest with yourself and the person that you're dealing with. Um, if you need clarification, there's a big, a lot of people have don't want to seem like they don't understand. So they don't ask for clarification and then they walk away not knowing. And people know that when you're not listening or paying attention or you don't get what they're, what they're saying. And there's an unfortunate sort of myth that if you ask, that's a weakness. But my God, asking for clarification is proof that you're paying attention, that you're listening and that you want Mm. to understand, right? So ask for what you need. Be honest about where you're at. Be present. Adjust if you need to and, and cop to all of that. And then somebody knows they can trust you because you're, you're a straight shooter. Right. And so that's hugely important in acting and improv, which is funny because that's the art of pretend. But we've got to be dialed in on, on all of those things. But it's just as applicable, if not more, to real life and the way that we interact with each other. People yes. want to be heard and understood. Right. And they, so it's just making sure that we're doing that for each other. And it's hard. We're distracted. Life is busy. It is. So and I think yeah. we'll have a whole nother um, episode on listening. For one, yeah, I mean, I think there's some huge. great techniques that you have taught me. So I love that. Um, and yeah. so, you know, I want to just say one thing. Um, we're going to have to wrap it up here due to time. Um, and we're going to get on to, we'll have you on the show again. One thing oh, I want to okay. say is um, if people want more information on Heather, we have a little fun um, business we've kind of worked on together, growlspark.com. Um, you can read all about her. She's got a great bio, by the way. She's got lots and lots of experience. Um, I have it. I have it. I gave it to my mom. She thinks you're lovely. She's never met you. Oh. Um, but um, you're just a wonderful human. And oh, God. Um, I want to thank you for being on the show. Um, Thanks for having me. I really love talking to you. We had I love talking about this stuff. Many more games I wanted to get to, but uh, I know. And we but will. I talk too uh, much. No, no. Yeah. This is both of us. Uh, this is great information. <laughs> and um, next time we'll maybe get you and Steve on the show and talk about what's happening in the world and uh, oh, moving great. forward. But um, I want to say thank you for helping thank us you. be helping us be more yes and. Ah, thanks, Greg. Thank you for having me. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Growl Radio. Thank you for joining today's episode of Growl Radio. We hope you're feeling fired up and inspired to grow your hustle. Now go be great.